Okay, okay, I don't want to pay anybody. I don't want to pay anybody. I actually don't even know if that was the right song. That was. 100% that was the right song. Okay. I did it. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Hey, Jacob's back, everybody. Uh, We finally found him. He he was on a boat and um, swimming and uh, all over the place. So welcome to Kazoo, everybody. We've got a great week, big week last week. Board shows, announcements, all sorts of shit. But as always, I'm the official Megs. That is Jay Phrygian. And underneath of us, the king of the Von Schwitzels. That one and that one. And he is back. <laughs> uh, Jacob, you're the only one who really did anything last week. How are you? Well, tell us about the week. How was oh, it? I'm good. I, I feel uh, like I had a little coma because I came back and there's so much news, um, which like, I don't know, it's like a normal news week, but at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of news for the news week, so I feel like um, the same amount of news, but like more important. Yeah, so I came back and a lot has happened. Uh, trailers came out, games, movies, things happened, and uh, I'm still trying to catch up. So who knows? I'll probably be learning things while we're uh, talking about them on the podcast. <laughs> probably, um, but overall, I had a great trip and um, lots of pictures and fun things to be had. I met. Uh, Technically, I met my first like company owned and operated Spider Man, so that was yeah. cool. That's uh, cool. that was neat, and uh, yeah, I had a great time. Hey, cannot argue a good Disney carnival trip, okay? Because it's technically like a carnival, but it's like Disney's. I was like, did you are you DC? I mean, Disney and Carnival is a cruise line together. No, but like that the the cruise he did was the same thing I did for when I was in Carnival. So I'm guessing it's similar ish. Yeah, but yours didn't have Mickey Mouse. So uh, mine did actually, um, but it was more like the New York City Mickey Mouse. Oh, then oh, where they got an actual rat. Yes, basically no. Actually, no, no joke. Did you see the announcement? They're paying New York City's paying people one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year to come and help unalive rats in New York. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, you moving? You moving to New York, buddy? No. Oh. My my opinion is the rat infestation. Even if you pay people billions of dollars, it's always going to be there. Unless you get your city clean. That's a fair point. The city That's is clean. You spend that money on getting your city clean. Rats will be like, man, there's no food here. And well, they'll leave. out of towners like you guys stop showing up. I'm just saying. First of all, you don't right. even actually it's live in all New York. our fault because all the other Agreed. tourist areas in the world are as dirty as New York City. Agreed. Um, Moving on. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I just want to throw this out there. Uh, I just saw since it is the holiday and we both, all of us have watched the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the old 97s, which is the band that's, that is in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. The song, I Don't Know What Christmas Is, opens at number four on the holiday digital song sales and number five on the rock digital uh, song sales and number 15 on the digital song sales. Yeah, baby! That song was a bop. It is. 
It's the very fact much, that they did like the whole track too. Like I was sitting there waiting. I was like, they really about to do the whole thing? Like they're they're still going. Uh no, I, I definitely enjoyed that track. Love that like, at the end Star Lord was like, Y'all just learned these instruments? <laughs> well, they were the band right. that were at the uh party. They were they were at that oh, yeah, the yeah. holiday party oh, I went true, to. True, 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 true. So that was dope. Oh, that's dope. That's fire. Um uh, Jay, oh, Jordan, how was it, your week? It was it was very good. Um, you know, yesterday I actually recorded a podcast episode with a, a friend of this podcast, uh, all day show, Ellie. Um, y'all probably know her on TikTok. Love but, Ellie. Uh, by the way, um, just saying, she got Adam, she got me. If she's looking to get you to guest at some point, just letting you know. So she's like, I gotta I get all three. Her, like I don't have any of her information, but just tell her. Uh, we'll message. get you. We'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get it to you. Yeah. Cause yeah, she was like, I would love to have Jacob too. Um, because she was like, I gotta complete the entire daily kazoo. I was like, All right, I'll talk to him. So uh, yeah, we recorded an episode, it's not coming out until the beginning of the year. What we talked about was uh y'all will find out when you watch the episode, but it needed to wait. Oh, that's how we're doing it. Damn, all right, yeah, exactly. Cool. All but right, um, that was pretty much it. Uh also, um, obviously, we are five minutes into the show. Appreciate y'all for letting us just catch up man it's been a minute since we've seen jacob he had that honeymoon but we were like he said hey y'all y'all keep going and so we, we went last week but we're happy to have everybody back make sure to like the video on youtube rate five stars on apple spotify we ain't got no ratings on spotify speaking of which that's a discussion for off the podcast but spotify we're, we're gonna be doing some stuff with spotify oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah you and i on, talked about this yes on the on the podcast on our songs for spotify don't play at the beginning of every podcast our little kazoo song we're gonna upload those to spotify <laughs> so you guys can listen to our kazoo songs actually, oh, but no. uh, stop it stop it stop it stop it no we're not That's doing an this anyway. endeavor i just um, i'm just throwing this out there at 12 o'clock at night right and the youtube's going and there's an advertisement have you ever wanted the love songs on kazoo no no you got to do it jacob it's got to be the you got to right, do the... <laughs> hey thank you yes oh my god my childhood of like waking up at like 3 a.m right. you knew it was like when that shit was coming on it was either that or george lopez going <laughs> see guys we're so entertaining we're so fun so get get some ratings on spotify because we got some on apple but if you listen on spotify rate us five star ratings only (laughs) so who wants to get this show started well jacob Jordan, I, I don't know yeah. what the I don't know what the best thing you've seen all week is. So neither I'm, does he, honestly. But right I'm here, sure I can assure you, we're playing it. But I can assure you, it's not. Did you share this uh, sound, by the way? I did. I did. Okay. I'm smart. I'm smart. When you enter a place with so much history around it, it's heavy. Take one. It's kind of sacred in a way. People want to come here. They, they want, want to come here. Road. In there. My name is Mary. Abbey Road Studios has been part of my life for as it's long as I can series? remember. Wait. So many massive records were made here. I don't think people Martin, understand this. And it was just done by accident. 
we're trying to get better with things like recording. This recording. You spent so much time here. We have oh. used a particular. There it is. <laughs> Wait. Classical to pop, artists are inspired to push creative boundaries within these walls. What are you doing? It's murder. I can't keep it up. It was in the fourth wow. one of the biggest musical changes. The smell of Abbey Road. Actually, the smell of fear. Oh my God, I messed this up. Oh. A huge part of my record collection was made in this room. There's been a year of despair for the record industry. 60s bands just aren't selling records anymore. We stayed empty for month after month. Something had to be done. We needed to move into another area to survive. Who doesn't want to do Star Wars? Okay. Yeah. It's a gift to music. Oh. I thought we cracked it. If it hadn't been for him, we'd have made like three albums. It encourages you to make something moving. The walls are saturated with great music. Oh. If these walls could sing. <laughs> How great does this look? That was pretty fire. I was sitting here like, bro, I'm not about to watch a documentary on Disney Plus, but no, that actually looks pretty fire. Because all of us actually hey. have some like fire documentaries. Like they had one that came out about two or three years ago called <laughs> um Oh gosh, I hit myself for not remembering it. Tragic. It was about it was about the guy who, um, along with Alan Menken, was kind of like head of music for The Little Mermaid and yes. East. Um Howard. That's what it's called. You don't even know need to know anything about those things. If you watch it, you will cry at the end. It's so beautiful. Well, yeah, it's um, I, I'm enjoying it because like a. It's Disney music, it's music, but I'm a huge Beatle nut. Like, I love, I've actually got the mm. original pressings over here in vinyl, and I've been to Abbey Road, yeah. I've been to that that whole area, and to get to learn more about it, and it's Disney music as well, like Star Wars and stuff like that, everything, I'm super pumped. And I know Jordan, as a person of music and, and stuff like that, that's, this thing just pulls a little bit on you, right? Like, for the people who don't actually know the entire name Jay Fridgian is because... I was in jazz band. Mm -hmm. It's a story for another day. But out of curiosity, saying. though, in jazz band, do you use jazz fingers? Anyway, moving on with the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that honestly as we were getting the podcast ready, and I'm like, oh, hello. So mm -hmm. I thought I'd throw that in there. All right, everybody. Jacob, moving on into the comics. Um, I have been out of my element with comics. Um, I just haven't since moving to uh, Temple, Texas. Um, I'm just in the middle of of no. The closest place to me is about an hour away, which is Austin, um, and that's where I would get my comic books. So I'm kind of waiting until the wife and I go and have a venture to Austin. Um, mm -hmm. So. I can't tell you much about newer comics, but I have been um, rereading. It's been a year-long process, and it's going to be a year-long process next year. But I have been rereading the Amazing Spider-Man, you know, Stanley, Steve Ditko run the early mm. uh, Amazing Spider-Man stuff, um, and a couple of things came from that. Two, uh, before I get to one, um, we had a couple of people on Twitter going. 
because one is more important now. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. The a couple of people on Twitter were going. Sure. These are the most Spider-Man like accurate characters, and it was a picture of Tom Holland. And I haven't seen the show, but I've heard only great things about it. Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, they were like these two are the most like Stanley Spider-Man characters. To which I have to disagree, just because if you read these comics, especially at least the first hundred, um, you you realize that Tobey Maguire is the the comic book accurate '60s Spider-Man, even though it takes place in the early 2000s. Like, it's just like you. Every time you read a comic, you're like, out of all three of them, Tobey Maguire would be doing this shit. Um, <laughs> Past that, the more important thing is uh, we continue every every week. Continues to be if you're on comic book Twitter, if you're on comic book TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, you continue to see posts that people will say Sam Wilson's not Captain America, Jane Foster's not Thor, Spider Man is not Miles Morales, and I just want to play this quick video because I think it's important. Um, that people just at least see it once. Jordan, if you want to pull it up, because you actually just liked it. I just saw that. Or I can oh, 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 I got you. I, no, I'll, I'll pull it, it up. Actually. Audio from me it was just on my, it was it. just on my Twitter. Hold on. Yeah, I got you. No. And while you, while you speak on this, I just want to say, this is part of why the discussion came up of like, oh, you definitely need to get Jacob on because me and uh, Ellie on all day show, we just talked about this. She was like, yeah, where's this whole discussion about, Miles Morales isn't Spider-Man. I was like, oh, it's been a problem. Like, it's been a thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's... But, um, yes, this is a wonderful video from the man the himself, Stan Lee. about Spider-Man's outfit, his costume. What? He is completely covered. So any kid could imagine he's Spider-Man because no color of the skin shows. He could be black under that. He could be red. He could be yellow. He could belong to any race. And that True. wasn't done purposely. It was done accidentally. But I think it was the best thing we did, making him so that he could be anybody under that costume. One of the greatest things about It's now, almost like he said that. Like, he said that so long ago. Do you see how <laughs> yeah. fuzzy this looks? <laughs> it's got a place. Jerry King and Stanley just like, it, it was just recorded on Samsung phone. Relax. As far as that goes, like, it's clear that, you know, in this frame, Stan Lee is saying, like, anyone can imagine themselves as Spider-Man. He's not necessarily saying that anyone is Spider-Man, um, but, like, and I will, before I take one side or the other, I will say, when you say... Hey, Jordan, Spider-Man. Jordan will probably immediately think of Peter Parker because he's been around the longest. If you walk into Walmart, Target, whatever, Peter Parker's Spider-Man costume is everywhere. Miles Morales is still Spider-Man. It's kind of like saying, um, like, when I say X-Men, Jordan Probably and Adam probably think Wolverine, Jean Grey, Cyclops, Storm. Like they're thinking of the big hitters. But me, after I think of those, and I'm sure after they think of those, they're like, 
Jubilee, Kitty Pride, like uh, Gambit, Rogue. Like you're thinking of everybody else that's maybe considered B list, but they're cooler characters. So Mm -hmm. I think we're always going to be stuck in this, you know, even a hundred years down the road, we're always going to be stuck in this. Peter Parker is Spider Man, but Miles Morales is also Spider Man, you know, and it's just, it's the way America is with the vast majority being white people. Peter Parker is probably going to sell more. It's stupid, but Miles Morales is also Spider-Man. And if you're saying he isn't, it's just like, why? Like the comic books literally say Miles Morales, Spider-Man. It's not saying Miles Morales. Oh, and Peter Parker shows up halfway through It's saying Miles Morales. is Spider-Man. Well, if you think about it, same thing as like Superman steel or yeah. Superman, son of kal Like it's, there has to be some like, Name, explanation of really who they are. Like, there shouldn't have to be an explanation of who they are. And here's the other thing that I will say that I thought of yesterday. This is just a little quick tidbit. We don't have to go into this. I know that, Jacob, you had said it had been interesting and all that stuff. And actually, it goes into some stuff we're talking about later. But um, excluding the news about Batman Beyond, when you think about Batman Beyond the cartoon, no one ever argued... Terry McGinnis isn't Batman. Bruce Wayne is Batman. No one ever made that argument. Like, Terry McGinnis got a completely different Batman suit, took up the mantle, some might say, of Batman. He donned the cowl of Batman, and people were just like, Terry McGinnis, Batman. Like, nobody ever is arguing that Terry McGinnis isn't the real Batman. Only Bruce Wayne is Batman. It's just like, yeah. Or Robin. I would say, how many different before, Robins have we had? Nobody I says anything. DC somehow just like has not somehow. DC has better fans when it comes to this. And Coco said it in the comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube uh, or anywhere else where you can see our mm-hmm. comments, Coco just said it's like Blue Beetle being Ted Cord, but the New Age readers will see him as Jaime Reyes. And that's the same thing with Hal Jordan being Green Lantern. And now you have Jessica's Green Lantern. And in between, you had like three or four other Green Lanterns. And it's, if I showed you a picture of them, like you'd say, that's Green Lantern. Like you wouldn't go, that's Hal Jordan, comma, Green Lantern. Like you would if you're trying to be overly specific, but like it's Green Lantern. (laughs) My Green Lantern is Jon Stewart. And that's just because Hey, I saw him first in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. I did not know who Hal Jordan was literally until like I was like 12. To be yeah, honest, we're being really honest. You want to go who's the Green Lantern and you want to be the same kind of person that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, not Miles Morales. You're going to end up with the guy with the yellow and red costume who's allergic to wood. And nobody wants that. So <laughs> Green Lantern is really who the character is. And who defines the character best? And so far, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and hell, I'll even say it, Peter Porker, all three of them really define the character. As funny as Peter Porker is, like, he has some really good serious moments. And, like, anybody who puts that costume on is just, Marvel knows what they're doing. What were you going to say, Adam? Not, nothing. I just feel uh, targeted. He, was, he said red and yellow and, 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 and uh, allergic to wood. I'm just saying. Are you wearing red and yellow and allergic to wood right now? Are you You're allergic, allergic to, to wood? wood? Oh, not last I knew. 
What is wrong with you? I think you just wanted to be related. Yeah, and as you as you were actually talking about that, it was like, <clears throat> who really, <laughs> like, how Stewart? Everyone just thought of Stewart when Ryan Reynolds started doing Green Lantern, right? Yeah, like legitimately, I I saw Ryan Reynolds and I was like, but Green Lantern's black, and then I realized that there was a Hal Jordan. I like I didn't know. Yeah, or even uh, you want to go another one. Uh, there's no name for the bat for Batman, but when Fox put the suit on, nobody remembers that. Mm-hmm. Lucius Fox's son put the suit on, found everybody out who Batman was, like, was, and he everybody's was like, Batman's not black. Batman's yeah. not black. Batman can be whoever the fuck he wants to be. I think that also people just have a hard time again taking mantles because it's just like when they said that Tim Drake was bisexual, but but the headlines are just Robin is bisexual. Everyone assumes oh, they're rewriting Robin, but it's like, no, technically Tim Drake has only ever been like 10 to 12, so they've never got into him in relationships. I mean, look at the news when they... whatever he wants. Look at the news when they said Superman's gay all of a sudden, right? Like... People are like, why are they making Clark Kent gay? And I was like, he he needs Lois Lane. And I was like, this this isn't Clark Kent. Yeah, it's her son. Because it's a Superman doesn't mean it's Clark Kent. We need new stories. What I will say is, and I'm I'm sure that y'all can probably agree on this, um, but the people that are usually saying this shit are not people that actually read comic books. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you said, the the, the 60s Spider-Man is a good... That's the thing why comic accurate doesn't even make sense because which comic? Which run of the comics? Because there have been different writers, like, you know, so... I'm just saying 300 run or nothing. Um, So... Best mm. run of Spider-Man ever. 300 to 400. The best run we're not gonna argue. I was waiting for the, the argument. Best, the I was just like, no, you're right. This is this is right. Here's um, the best run of Spider-Man that I've read, and it's Miles Morales 2018 because it's the only one that I've consistently read recently. That was a fantastic run. Hey, yeah, those are good. Those are good. Uh it makes sense, Coco. It New Iron Fist is now an Asian character. I mean, yeah. he's not wrong. Yeah, people um, are mad at Iron Fist, but it's like it's a mantle, bro. Just just let it go. <clears> um <throat> Yeah, comics are fun, guys. I'm glad. I'm glad we came. We came back. We it's been a minute since we had a little bit of comic talk, so that was nice. Thank the you. The last thing I'll that. say before we move on to video games is it ever going to be the last? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, it's go. like it really does prove that you're racist because, like, it really doesn't matter who's underneath the thing because you're really there for the story, which every character provides. And you're there right. for the superpowers, which both characters, whether it's Sam Wilson, uh, Steve Rogers, like it really is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I can agree with getting upset about is like, you know, when they did the what if of Miles Morales being cold oh and he God. said shit of like, by <laughs> Odin's fade, it's just like you can tell either a white man or a really like out of. <laughs> At, like disconnected black guy wrote that and it's just like those are the things that the only things that are really like this is my culture that you can maybe i can understand you being like oh, i want to i was that spider-man underneath the mask like peter parker underneath the mask but like it really doesn't matter. Like, if I went in and I took a Miles Morales comic book and I just recolored his costume to red and blue instead of black and red, you would have Same no shit. idea. 
No idea. You'd have no idea that it was Miles Morales. You'd be like, that's Peter Parker. It does not matter. You're really just racist because you see the color of their skin and you're like, ugh. We were not going to no. talk about them. What if comics? Because, yeah, when I saw the bio fade, I was like, see, this is what I'd be talking about. Because when has Miles ever talked like this, bro? Yeah. Like, Never. not once. <laughs> Never. Oh, by Odin's fate. I was like, please get this, get this away. I, yeah. I saw those and I wanted to read it, but I was like, I'm not going to torture myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for thanks for all of that. Because, yeah, it's, it's a very good discussion. I hate that it comes up every like two months. Um, and we're gonna see it again in phase five once we get close to Captain America four. Like I just mm-hmm. I've just accepted that it's like Which is very much gonna be even more because of the politicalness that they're gonna put into the movie, it seems like. Because <clears throat> as much galaxy kind of stuff or universe they were doing for the last couple phases, I feel like phase five and six when it comes to like those characters and some it's of the other ones is gonna multiple. It, it is still gonna be like multiverse stuff. But I, we're going to deep dive in more political background, almost like Star Wars-ish. Like, yes, there's force beings and things like that. But here's the political stuff we're going to show you. Um, oh, I was saying it's going to be multiple, not multiverse. But, like, it feels like they're going to where we're just going to have a bunch of subplots. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. be like, this is happening over here. This they is have happening to. over there. That's happening right there. And they'll converge later. But right now, these are, like, all separate initiatives. Yeah. Which so. we will talk about. Uh, exactly. But... Hey, there's a game award that happened this past week that I was invited to and didn't get tickets to, but I was invited to. Sorry, that wasn't funny, but I got tickets, funny. but I wasn't invited. So I'm just kidding. This guy. Uh, so yeah, in gaming this week, a lot happened. Just some quick hit news on it. Um, most of, if not all of this, uh, most of these beginning things are related to the game awards, which we're going to talk about more in depth later in the show. But um, Chris Judge won best performance for his role as Kratos in God of War. Shout you see he's out working out. He wants to play Kratos in the TV show. Listen here. He can work out all he wants, but I'm going to need him to work out having shorter speeches because that acceptance speech was too goddamn long. <clears throat> um, legitimately, I was watching other people watch it and like they were like yo they have the music cutting on because that's like that's like wrap it up yeah and then people were like yo he thinks that it's to hype him up because he kept going yeah. i was just like bro the music got louder he got longer on like, twitter he said i was cut short but i also wanted to thank and i was like dear lord <laughs> are you serious he said he was, was i mean the last thing you said i was cut short but i also wanted to thank my wife and that was it but I mean, well, see, I was what, like, that's what the people I was watching. Short, they gave you a lot of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because like advertisers get mad at that stuff. They and like the um the world premieres that happen, like people pay for those slots. So it was like, yeah. Um um, you know, uh, is it Jeff Knightley? I think it was Jeff Knightley. He was mad. He had to be like, bro, he messing up the because he had Jeff had just tweeted that like, hey, we need to make sure he's like, my aim is to make this like tighter. And like run like a well-oiled machine better than yeah. last year. Did not happen after that first speech from Chris Judge, bro, because he was talking. And also, the people I was watching did say they were like, they were like, bro, you're supposed to be like, I thank my mom, I thank my wife, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you said he forgot to thank his wife. That should have been in the beginning. Um, so in any case, that man was talking too long. Uh, but along with that, God of War. Did take home, sorry if you hear my dog barking, God of War did take home six awards 
Not the important they one. Received, shut up. I don't shut up, but I'm getting there. Best narrative, best music score, best audio design. Obviously, like I said, best performance from Chris Judge, which, you know, um, the actor for Atreus was like, hey, man, I didn't get best performance, but I love to see Chris win it. And I was with the uh, opinion that some people were saying. They were like, yo, it was a package deal. Like, y'all, the entire story was the both of you, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, good for him. Innovation and accessibility and a best action adventure game. Get out, dog. Sorry, my dog is in here and she's ruining my um, spiel. But alas, Game of the Year award went to none other than Elden Ring. And when I tell you, it makes total sense. I'm sorry. Like, I know that plenty of people love God of War. Um, it, I haven't finished it yet, but I know it's a great story. Don't care about Adblock. I'm giving up on trying to show anything about Elden Ring. I was like, what, um, what is going on right now? <laughs> I wanted to show Elden Ring while I talked about it, but it's just not working out. Oh, I could just show the Steam page. That'll work. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but... But legitimately, Elden Ring made the most sense because to me, it generated like part of the problem is God of War has recency bias right now. Yeah. Um, and that's a weird thing too. It's like uh, it came out so close. I would love to see what would happen if they had came out closer together. Elden Ring generated like millions of hours of content. Like for some reason, people who are not into these overly hard games were even like getting in on Elden Ring. Like, it was like a very hidden gem type of thing. So. Is this a, as someone who's never played Elden Ring, is this a game that I could just hop in and start playing? Or is it a sequel or? No, you, just you, you, could, you could just hop in and start playing. That's the thing. So it's an RPG and like, it's it's a Soulsborne style game, which is like, it's one of them like hard AF. You got to learn like mm. different bosses patterns. You could run up on like, a level 50 boss when you're level two like there are no guardrails really like mm -hmm. it's just all about like you can run into whatever um and even people who are not into from software games loved elden ring you could also not pay attention to the whole story and like have fun that's why god of war won like best narrative because it's like that story makes sense there's a lot of people who played elden ring for the gameplay um so i also feel like in in a lot of like even with like the Oscars and Emmys, like you'll see if there's a really close tie between two games, mm -hmm. you'll see one get like the most awards and then one get like the top. The award. big one. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like I feel like this was just kind of like another one of those things of saying both these games are fucking fire. And if you're not playing them, what are you doing? Basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, that's it for that. Uh, I am going to put one other thing because it was in the Game Awards. And then that that other one, uh, Jacob, you can talk about it because I think you played it. Um, at the Game Awards, they also announced Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So sequel to um, Fallen 60 Order. hours, by the out. way, of, for Midnight Suns. I see you popping it up. Yeah, yeah. And if you're watching the video, which you should, come over to YouTube.com at uh, the Daily Kazoo Podcast. Jacob seems to have his hands on marvel midnight suns because which i heard is actually very good and he's i old and i am happy about it because i have not gotten to play a single second of it well never mind <laughs> but uh, because i got back yesterday and i was visiting friends and i just haven't gotten to but i got the legendary edition which was more than i should have paid but after people said 
it was great. I'm now going to justify it and say it was worth what I paid. But even though you haven't played a single bit, one thing I will say about this game, uh, without having played it and just hearing like other people talk about it, um, and seeing a couple of the um, which if you haven't watched them, uh, Midnight Suns like Firaxis on YouTube has released kind of like individual stories of where each of the Marvel characters is before this happens and as this happens, the game. Um, and it's got the characters voice actors from the game as we're talking about the voice actors though they added in spider-man and a couple of characters who aren't normally midnight suns but they have none other than yuri lowenthal playing spider-man in this game so if you've played the spider-man ps4 game or if you played the miles morales ps5 game um, same voice actor for spider-man there and on top of that one thing that i personally love because i love the uh, the Runaways uh, Hulu original Marvel show. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen that, it's not totally connected to the MCU, but it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Marvel product. Um, but the character Nico Minoru, who's kind of like the most popular of the Runaways, she's also in this game because she is a Midnight Sun. Um, she is voiced by the same actress from the show. And cool. it's That's phenomenal. Lit. I, I watched the show. I watched the short that they released for her, and I was like, "No way!" So um, it's clear that they like, without even playing the game yet, it's clear that this game was made. And you can say this for a lot of games, but this game was attention made for detail. fans. It was made for yeah. fans, and they paid attention, attention to detail. what they thought fans would want. So I'm totally pumped to start playing this game probably sometime today or tomorrow. And uh, what's better is there's an original character that you kind of get to design uh, called the hunter. So if you haven't played the game yet, either you're on your honeymoon or you need to start playing it. So that's all I gotta say. <laughs> so, yeah, you were with me, right? Like, just like, what? that's, that's how we felt. I was confused, Damn. but uh, yeah, it was you, but not like, it's so bad. Cause we talked about it last week. Like I want to play cause I've heard good things too. I just don't have the time commitment right now, man. I we still got to finish Gotham Knights. Listen, I ain't finished God listen, of War. I got God of War, Gotham Knights, Midnight Suns, and I haven't even looked at anything within the past week of Fortnite. Um, and I'm a huge Fortnite person, so yeah, I, I'm I'm behind. I'm behind for sure. So <laughs> yeah, Brett, that we're is gonna be getting text messages from Jacob at like four in the afternoon. Morning, guys. <laughs> so i finally finished god of war um jordan you finish little... god of war tonight i think i only have one chapter left so god you start you got in a lot before you left when i tell you i like have played once since the last time we talked i just i'm yeah. so behind um so yeah that is uh that is the little quick hits of gaming um really quick we're gonna just go ahead and go through adam if you'd like to shout them off I've got stuff ready, but just some little quick news on movies, TV, and everything. Or, I mean, I could do it because I think I put most of them there. Go for it. Oh, okay, fine, fine. Anyway, um, don't know if any of us care about this show. I I feel bad. It's not anything that I watched. However, I totally understand the sentiment. Um, Half Bad, The Bastard Son, and The Devil Himself was canceled. And the reason that that's just interesting is it had a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 92 audience score. So to be one of Netflix's better, like higher rated young adult uh, series, 
and to be canceled with no explanation, no season two renewal is very strange. Obviously, um, it, as Adam is doing, there's money. Um, also, <laughs> oh, well, don't forget the, a, well, that main actor that, that we see in the front right there, and I forget his name. I, I apologize. He is playing Tim Drake in um, yep. Titans. Uh, Titans. Wow, see, you know why I it, think it failed? If you just look at this poster real quick, what movie does it remind you of? New Mutants. I don't think that's why they got it's rid the of it. Though. So there is, and this is not something we were talking about. Around. I'm just saying the poster. No, 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 I got like you. Mutants, so that's why it failed. To, to tell you the truth, um, the problem is exactly what I always say: the participation trophy with streaming. Apparently, Netflix and Warner Brothers might not be that far off. Uh, apparently, Netflix is. Oh, a little upset with money right now because it's they almost like I said stuff. that months ago, and then you were like, "They got Stranger Things." Like, no, they're fine. Netflix is killing it. Netflix is fine. I told Here's you. Here's my thing. I don't Netflix disagree. Netflix <laughs> did have money, but they went, "Oh, what?" You know, when you get that fat check and you're like, "Ah, oh, man, I can no, buy but, whatever I want," and then you're like, mm. "No, the podcast that I'll be listening to, Netflix has been had this problem. Their issue is like infinite growth is the goal." but it's not possible. So like they were spending more millions, millions, millions on projects. And it's like, you can't keep spending millions and have like two hits and then eight flops. Like you just can't do that. Well, it's like Quiznos, right? Quiz, like perfect example. They, their commercials were good. They grew like crazy and started putting in restaurants everywhere. And then nobody went to them because their food was just okay. And their overhead became too much for them and they had to close shop. Man, y'all making me hungry. Well, the other the other thing though is I, that was put on my radar by um, Society Made the Joker, and uh, yeah, all. it's it is sad to see that one of Netflix's most successful things though. Like the problem is, I get what you're saying, like money, but they have shows that are less successful that they're keeping. Like they have stuff that is like nobody is watching this. And watch your mouth keeping. about Warrior Nun, okay? Um. <laughs> And, uh, and it, it is a very good queer representation show mm -hmm. so it's not really a good look right now like people are like yo we always talk about they're not good enough like representation and like here you have this and like and it's actually good and people actually like it and then y'all cancel it with no explanation so i don't know it's it's one of those things that money one thing but it's it's kind of like batgirl it's not a good look it's like money aside like you have projects that are received around the same that you're releasing in theaters right now. Like, what are we talking about? So, yeah. ah, but um, other than that, another thing that uh, was put on my radar today. You're welcome. Um, yeah, by Adam. Our y boy! Yatiti Badaka, is that how you say the name? Yeah. Thank you. Who um, is an American Gods is developing a Nigerian vampire stories as a TV series and comic teamed with payment entertainment and stranger comics so that's lit stranger comics a friend of the podcast I have a i've known him in, uh, for a while oh i've known him NYCC. for a while he and i go back and forth a good bit he, but he i've met him at ncc yeah that's the guy you met yeah. at ncc yep I don't oh know that's right i just looked at the pic i'm a i'm so crazy I saw this black and white photo and for some reason was thinking that this was the vampire inspiration stuff that's him yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean so. it might be. who knows um, but yeah, so that's really cool. Um, interested in seeing that. Pull up their uh, uh comic, if you will, actually. Um oh, oh Niobe. Mm -hmm. 
It'll be comic. Yeah, so um, so yeah, Stranger Comics. Just real quick, they do uh, this comic Niobe. I actually have uh one of them upstairs right now that I got from. I got a, I got a bunch of their stuff. Yeah, but Niobe is a amazing uh Black Elf comic. It is Sorry, free, fantastically read. <laughs> if it's free, it's for me. Um, but the other thing they've been doing lately at a lot of the cons <clears throat> and i don't know if you have them up there are you ordering right now on the podcast like you no, just I'm like just, oh free let me looking. order this i'm just searching through but i am gonna order what you do an amazon order while we're at it no um anyway what does it say they actually do some covers for their comics and verity uh Ver- i can't talk this can't morning talk. they do variant covers for different cons and some of the ones they're doing right now are like the original stankonia album they're doing like the Biggie album. They do a lot of the hip hop classic albums, but as comic book covers um, that are fire. And then the story alone is really, really good. Everyone should check it out. Uh, if you're a big fan of Lord of the Rings um, and love cultural representation, representation, I would definitely tell you this is it. And and get on board before you cannot get on board. Uh-huh, because that's how it go. You... Them things start taking off mm-hmm. all of a sudden. You know what? Actually, I need to start making videos about it now because watch everybody who's more popular than me going all of a sudden start taking videos and they're going to be going viral. And I'm like, but I was hey. already talking about this. <laughs> well, they don't have his number, so it's okay. Um, anyways. So-, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Uh, so that's big news for them. Happy. And remember, I did tell you they were talking about the show. They're working on that show and they had big people. That was some big people, but they've got something else they're working on um that's right anyway pinocchio that's what happens when you talk to people in person you, you learn things mm-hmm. <laughs> continue uh pinocchio apparently was on netflix yesterday wasn't for me I, I looked all day to watch it never showed up on my netflix i don't oh, know so if it. what's up yeah you just haven't seen it no he i said it wasn't i for literally me. Said, put no, no, it no, on I, search yeah, he was saying wasn't for me. He thought you were saying wasn't for me was like you didn't like it. But no, no. he's saying like it was like heard great it. things about it. So I've heard great things too. Yeah. I've heard a lot of great things. I heard the animation style like really worked. Plus it was um, McGregor. So Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that. Ewan. And good Ewan. old Ewan. Yeah, but Pinocchio, um, uh, Pinocchio came out. Rush Hour 4 was uh, announced yesterday with Chris and Jackie coming back. I'm not gonna lie. I'm with this tweet though. I don't really know if I need a Gen Z rush hour for. Like, ain't they can't do nothing like what they did in they definitely can't do like one. They can't go anywhere near two. It's more like they can't go anywhere near what they did in rush hour one. Mm. They can't even get close as two. Three was probably like the best that they could. Anyway, I've never been right. with an American man before. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Jacob saw Strange World. Yeah, uh, oh. Disney. Uh, well, I was on my cruise. I was on a Disney cruise, and Disney does this great thing. <clears> if, <throat> if they have a, a a movie in theaters, they'll play it on the cruise ship. Oh, but they won't advertise it still there either. I'd already seen. And then they had uh, Strange World, which. Um, you know, it was not it was not one of my like uh, top Disney movies. It feels like it feels like it's a good movie that people will kind of just forget about. But it does have some really huge plot twists that you're like, "Whoa, what?" Um, 
I think it's a I think it's a great movie. It's a great movie about uh, father and son, um, and uh, it's their first their first period movie with an openly LGBTQ character uh, who actually has more than just like two lines. Um, like the character that I'm referencing, I'll let you watch the movie, but they're they're probably one of the main stars of the entire movie. So um, I would say for me, I would say it's probably around a seven out of 10. Uh, and that's usually where I like rank most of my movies that were like, this was a good time. Will I watch it again? Probably not. But it was a good time. Um, I would say if you can, while it's still in theaters and you got a couple extra bucks, at least go and try and support it. Um, so that way Disney doesn't think, oh, LGBTQ doesn't sell. We won't make any more of those. Doesn't sell if you don't fucking advertise it. Well, yeah, exactly. It's probably done on purpose. So, um, the one treated thing that thing like is, it was a Pixar film. The one thing with this movie is it was really good. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is really funny and enjoyable. Um in the movie um not him himself um, <laughs> uh, outside of that though like yeah it's it's a it's a quality film you'll enjoy it if you have kids <clears throat> take them because they'll love the heck out of it um yeah it's just a good time all right the only thing that i saw for promo for that was one that looked like it was from an old vhs tape and jake Hall was like just like us in real life we're all a little strange and i was like Wait, this is for a new movie? Yeah, like, like, it looks just like, like our our real world. It's a little strange. And both <laughs> both the characters who play his son and his dad were like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah." That's uh, that's all the little quick news hit releases. We got a couple of discussion. By forty five minutes, he means quick. Um, First of all, the these went through quickly. The rest are like ten to fifteen minute discussion topic area. I don't know about I'd that one. This, this one discussion 10. might get a little lengthy. Um, nah, we ain't talking that long. I, just, I don't care anymore. <laughs> so what's going on at DC, everybody? Yo, hit, hit so the link THR, I sent you. THR broke so much freaking news, bro. And when I tell you this came like literally after like good announcements like they had just said that james gunn reportedly was interested in a teen titans thing and i made a video and then right afterwards thr had some news to drop but from the mouth of james gunn which i need to address this that hey he basically said watch your mouth hush up y'all be quiet so far so as far as the story yesterday in the hollywood reporter some of it is true some of it is half true. Some of it is not true. And some of it, we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not. This is in regards to the fact that DC done canceled everything, bro. They was like, hey, y'all remember how we canceled Batgirl? And here's, here's my thing. I don't mind this. So I'm going to go on a soapbox here for a second. Um, my thing is they canceled uh man of steel 2 not canceled it's up in the air if man of steel 2 is happening they have officially canceled wonder woman 3 um back to the drawing board um what else did they cancel they they blue beetle's still a go so i was wrong about that i thought blue beetle and all of this was not safe um people assume peacemaker is fine uh but it's just 
every time, I don't know why I keep doing that. Every time they give us good news, they then are like, hey, remember all that stuff that we made you really hype about like two, three weeks ago? Forget all that. It's, it's out the window. I know the budgeting team got to be mad. They got to be like, all right, so we allocated $15 million, um towards writing for Man mm-hmm. of Steel. Uh, we also, we've already spent... We've already spent uh, thirty million on Wonder Woman 3's writing team for the last like eight months. When you think about all the writing that got paid, all the different, and it's like, oh hey, um, we need to go ahead and put that we're in the negative on that. It's it's canceled. It's can't. Wonder Woman three is what? Wonder. We spent, but we already the money gone. The right we paid the writers already. It's just, it's a lot. But however, and I'm gonna shut up and let y'all talk after this. Um. It's just, we asked for this a while ago. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I was like, just clean slate of all the Snyder stuff now. <laughs> Stop making promises and then clean in slate. Like, now it's just annoying. Here's the problem, and this is what I'm thinking, is some of these actors are, and Adam will probably disagree with me on this, but some of these actors are like Hugh Jackman defined the role kind of actors. So, like, I think Henry Cavill, I think it's going to be hard for anyone to see a new Superman within the next five years. It, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people would need Henry Cavill, um, even if it's a complete reboot, even if we're not like that Clark Kent is a separate Clark Kent from this one. Um, and I think Gal Gadot is the same way. And uh, I think some of the actors, like um, even even some of the side actors, like uh, um I don't know why his name's escaping me, but um, from the Matrix, uh, the guy who played Perry White in uh, oh Lawrence Fishburne. Thank you, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, I think he was phenomenal in that role. And there's other side characters. We ain't even seen him. <laughs> huh? And we ain't even seen him since 2013. Yeah, we seen him since Man of Steel. Uh, I think he was in a little bit of Justice League, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he might have been there for the first. Anyway, bit. but I mean, there are some characters that I feel like really it's going to be hard topping their performance. Um, and I think this is, as Jordan was saying, we keep getting this like hype and then oh, we're taking it all away. And I think this is the end of that, uh, at least the big hitters being taken away from us. I think James Gunn creatively, uh, since he's the creative side, is saying we're erasing everything we're taking everything out that isn't going to be a part of the universe that we are building. And if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. And that's, you know, it sucks. But I mean, if Wonder Woman 3 was really going to be the same plot as Wonder Woman 1 and 2, are you really upset that it's not going to be coming out? I'm not. Um, apparently, <laughs> Steve Trevor was supposed to come back to life via Again. the Lazarus pit. And anyway, that's just stupid. Patty Jenkins has got to gotta work on that but anyway um yeah with them canceling stuff like this i think i think this is a good sign i think it's a sign that now we have james gunn we have peter saffron they know exactly a rough idea of what they want to do otherwise they Mm -hmm. wouldn't be canceling things left and right and they i mean they they have a plan (laughs) i think people just need to accept that and be happy with it because the past 20 years of dc movies haven't really had a plan other than hey let's make another batman movie hey let's make another batman movie 
hey, let's make another Batman movie. And it's just like, yeah, those things sell, and I'll always go and watch them. But we got to tidy it up a little bit, you know? So I think they're doing a great thing. Agreed. Adam, I know that you've already been like, y'all need to chill out. This makes total sense. And I agree. I think I'm angry because... I said on this podcast, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get excited until I'm in the theater. And then they kept on being like, "You remember? Y'all remember right before Black Adam came out? What was it? <clears throat> DC won this year. Look at all these announcements. Henry Cavill coming back. Blah. blah. We finally gave into the hype, and they was like, "Remember how we said that? Never mind." <laughs> I didn't say that shit. Shut up. Yeah, you made the videos. I'm- I'm excited. Okay. <clears throat> Making a video about him coming back. Fine. I never made any videos about everyone coming back. I talked about the news of it, but I never sat there and was like, is this a win? Is this not a win? Whatever. Cause <clears throat> at the end of it, James hasn't even like, there was an announcement of James and Peter coming to, and that's the other thing everyone has to remember. There's two people involved in this. There's James Gunn and Peter Saffron. They got to negotiate the custody. They have to, they have to do, <laughs> yeah, their mom and dad have to un- un- just agree what's going on. So, when they when they get announced, they technically are still Peter any or uh, James anyways. He's still doing things till June, I think, uh, if that's what um, Kevin said. So he's literally kind of head frame still on Marvel, but he's got these meetings all this week <clears throat> about what we're doing for DC, and he's been stuck in a room all week for DC stuff. So now he's like really deep diving into it. What can we do? What can we not do? And then Warner Brothers is like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this and this and this and this. And James is like, who who do you think you are? (laughs) I don't know. Hey, it's like the song. All you hoes. All All you hoes. Better remember who y'all talking to. It's a I really do like uh, I do I feel how you feel about him. I do like King Lions videos where he's like James Gunn walking up in DC like but who yeah, you don't so run like, nothing I run it. <laughs> James and I and I get yes James reports to somebody right, but that somebody has fucked everything up. You brought him in for a reason. Kid gloves off. He's allowed to do whatever he wants to do. And I think the I best thing to Kevin do. Feige. And I know and I know everybody's going to immediately. You know, this will get comments or whatever. Zack Snyder's gone. Zack Snyder's not going to do anything because I saw a comment. Someone go, oh, should Zack Snyder, and you you know who this is, Jay. Oh, my God. Should James Zack Snyder. ruining the DCU. Somebody said, should Zack, Zack Snyder, Snyder do Wonder Woman 3? And the answer is Zack Snyder should go find something else to do because he's never coming out to DC. It's not happening. They tried, they tried to do it. I have it pulled up right now. M- biggest biggest blockbuster they had was Aquaman at 1.1 billion. Uh, let's see. I'm Which, looking. Y'all need to stop trying to talk like Aquaman was not a good. And movie. that was and that was number 25 on the list. So not even top 20. So that's, and, then, that's, and Wonder oh, Woman's the next one, the first one. I, I just have to find it because well, that so that's the other down. thing. <laughs> that's the other um, thing is like. Uh, and I don't mind this. I understand people are excited. Jason Momoa after Aquaman two is probably going to yeah. be Lobo, not Aquaman. My thing about that is I'm like, why don't we just cancel some of these? Cause we've been pushing back Aquaman two for like four years now. So here's <laughs> why I think <clears throat> it's already done. 
That's the thing. It's already done. It's been done. The only reason it got pushed back is because of other storylines from other we things. We got a lot of stuff that's been done, though. No, I agree. <clears throat> Flash so, still coming out. Well, Flash, here's the downside of that. Flash is the reason, is the way that they can do it. I just Flashpoint. Flashpoint is the only way you can reset all of this without just going... Hey, remember when Marvel and Fox were together and uh, we started the MCU with with like just brand new? I'm going to be been, honest. Why can't they do that? I don't care to have a movie to make so it make much, sense. Because <clears throat> there's so much stuff already. Uh, so, and here's here's where we're bleeding into the two topics. Because the topics oh. we had was Marvel doing too much and, and what's going on at DC. Marvel doing too much right now is is the opposite of what DC had. DC did too much is the problem right now. And James needs to find a loophole of how to redo it without just redoing it. Like just starting that band-aid. Right. So Flashpoint is how you fix it. And then at the end of the other movies, post credits of like, wait, what's going on or something, whatever. However they want to do it. Where Marvel, there was nothing there. What? We had a couple X-Men movies, a couple Spider-Man movies, like Fantastic Four it was ghost rider yeah like there were things right there was things there but nothing was ever connected and it wasn't they weren't trying to do anything it was just companies making franchised one-off things where now we're telling stories and everybody wants their comic book connective world and i understand that but i think james and how he's going to do this is very smart he's going to keep them in their worlds and I'm not talking about like different multiverses. I'm talking about like Aquaman is going to be in Aquaman. There's going to be Aquaman movies, Aquaman villains, team up maybe a little bit here and there. Big projects will be what we call our Thanoses. You know what I mean? I think we'll get to see more rogue galleries of them, of, of those superheroes from DC. And that's why James is like, who do you guys want to see? So rather than no. us getting... 13 Batman movies and 27 Superman movies sprinkled with some other stuff. Now we're actually going to get Titans. We're going to get uh, probably the Bat family. I'm guessing at some point, like you can get things of that nature and even court of owls. You can do a whole trilogy of court of owls with Dick and Barbara and all of them and stuff like that. And like do different pieces of it. So I think James is sitting down with everybody. The two directors that did Batgirl are sitting down. Apparently the rumor is they're going to, they're going to take over. Try to the, bring it back. No, they're apparently the rumors they're going to do uh, Batman beyond because everyone's like, Oh, Batman beyond got canceled with him. Yeah. it got canceled with Michael Keaton. Nobody said they're not going to do one. But the other <laughs> thing is that is way too early. Like if you're going to try to off, write your big heavy hitters for DC, off write them and now you need to establish your younger group where with marvel they never really had iron man cap things like that now we're getting into the younger group and it's been what 16 years 17 years now you know what i mean like we they've been pushing on it and now it's so long it's like now we've got these younger people and now that's where we're getting in the problem of marvel marvel's trying to give us their younger characters but with the younger characters coming in, everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I want some of the old characters. Well, what's going on with them? Nothing. It's just they're they're gone. Like, 
it's okay to let go. I love how we just have the opposite problem with both. It's like Marvel, the older characters are dead. But and we then asked the for DC... this was the problem with Marvel. Yeah, well, but then the, in DC, the, the classic characters, ain't, we ain't even had Superman in but one of his own movies. It's just like, bro, can y'all just, but I just know um, I am okay with Flash because of, of Supergirl. I, I will say that. I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not great. Go, I think she's going more. to be fantastic. Oh, um, I, I do too. <laughs> you good? Yeah, you like, yeah, I too good. Yes. No, but that's I my problem that's with like Marvel, and I know Jacob probably agrees with better. this. Is like the answer. is the we asked for this, right? We sat there and we got the holy trinity of Marvel, and then we started getting um, other stuff, and now we're like, ooh. What about this character and this character? Can we do this? Can we do that? And then Disney Plus was born, and Dis- Disney Plus and Marvel were like, well, we need to make some IP content so that way the platform can keep going. That's where the shows came in, and that was their easy way of not doing eleven movies a year. So they started doing that, and now everyone was like, whoa, this consumption is 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 too much. And I'll tell you what, I was talking to a VFX person, a friend of mine, about this yesterday. It's not too much. The problem is everything around it with this is too much now we're watching stranger things in a day wednesday in a day we're watching lord of the rings we're watching this and that and like oh wait what's this oh it's part of this world and so let's watch this oh but marvel has like 11 things i gotta watch now well if all that stuff around it wasn't there i think everyone would be fine with what's out there you get what i'm saying because you keep trying to bleed into the marvel can we finish the dc stuff first (laughs) no i agree with you but that that (laughs) My point there is my point there. Everybody my needs to like go. <laughs> it's a movie that, like a, a movie. movie. <laughs> um, the DC thing for me is like there's not enough of different things to build something with it. I just you, wish that they would just reboot. And I honestly <clears> don't even care. I, I wanted Flashpoint to be the way to do it until Ezra Miller started fucking up. And so now I'm just like, bro, just, just again, I'm back into the. I don't care until I have my movie ticket and I'm sitting in my seat. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to get some of it in Shazam. Honestly, <clears throat> um, my preferred way of, of doing this is just in Flashpoint, yes, having it be the reboot, but having it to be like such a huge moment of reboot that like we already the- have the only Justice League member that we have cast <clears throat> is the next Flash. And he shows up right at the end when Barry goes through all of Flashpoint. He looks different. He is different. It's not Ezra Miller's Flash. And the only thing we see right before that reveal is Flash maybe running through the speed or like running with the speed force or something happening to where we see, because James Gunn said the movies, the games, the animation, all of it will be connected. Mm -hmm. Because if you see through the speed force, you see Flash running and you see like maybe the Harley Quinn show look up or like something like that. And you see Titans and you see the animated movies and you see like everything that DC has been doing. Doom Patrol. You see Aquaman, but like looking like Lobo because he's getting switched or whatever. Like we just. You just see all of it happening. And then it all shows that each one of those is a different universe. And now we have someone at the end. Maybe it's the Speed Force. Maybe it's someone like, I don't fucking know, Martian Manhunter, or maybe even Amanda Waller. But someone say, 
we are Earth Prime. Just figure out a way to say that this is the Earth now and forever. And from that moment Big on, one. you have everything that happens is in that universe. Starting and there. If you ever want to use the multiverse, because DC has their own multiverse, <clears throat> we know these other things exist, like Harley Quinn's show and you know the Suicide mm -hmm. Squad Kills the Justice League, which before we completely wrap up, I just want to say that tribute to Kevin was yeah. fucking fire. Mm -hmm. uh, probably best best yeah. thing I've seen almost all year. I'm not going to lie. That thing was amazing. It is towards anyway, the end of the year. But you have each one of those things be a different universe, and you establish at the end of that movie, this is Earth Prime. There's nothing else going on except what's happening here. So to connect to yours, I think at the end of the movie, they, he could be like, okay, I need to get back to my, my, my multiverse. And he goes to run. And like you said, running through the speed force, you kind of catch little things here and there. And he runs back to where he thinks he was, but he's in Amanda Waller's like office, like the, the whole shebang. And he's like, wait, where am I? And she's like, don't worry. You're on earth prime. You really could, this is what you could, like, if you really think about it, you could do what Back to the Future 2 did, where Marty thinks he's fixed everything in the 50s, <clears throat> goes back to his timeline, and realizes that Biff has fucked everything up. But then but he looks really up in the mirror. The opposite for this one is he goes back in time, does whatever he's going to do with his mom, reverse flash, flash, comes back, and now he's in... Earth Prime, this is it. James Gunn's DC moving forward. And, it, and he looks up at like a mirror or something like that, and it's a completely like, different person. Yeah. Yeah. Because Marty, Marty goes back again to fix it, mm -hmm. but Flash would stay there because the speed force would say, stop meddling with fucking. Time. Yeah. You did it too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, done. the more you do it, it's just going to keep changing. Because yes. that, that is the thing about Flash is like, because even in the Flash TV show, right? When he would go back and then he'd come back, there would always be something something that was different like it does it didn't matter how many times like he couldn't even go back and stop himself from going back because then when he goes back to where he should be something's still different it's like when you upset your girl right and you're trying to explain what you did and then every time you go to explain something you think you're making it better and you're just making it worse legitimately because like <laughs> I, I just remember with the show um because it happened with like i don't even remember how they resolved this but remember he came back and like cisco like hated him and he was like you wouldn't go back in time and save my brother and he was like there was all these things that he was just like i don't even oh, know he came back what the world I was did. completely destroyed or something like that if i remember that one it was like cisco didn't like him caitlin, caitlin uh, was like caitlin was a villain like it was all types of different stuff so yeah it's just they they can do it. Iris and was still Iris. Um, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's my argument. Is like I agree. I think Jacob and I are, and even you, Jordan, are in the same realm of like at the end of it, he comes yeah. back. The world is different. Question is then, December rolls around. Aquaman's there. Whoa. Right, because Aquaman comes out after. So that's why I'm like, is it just we're gonna see Aquaman and then it's just like, all right, that's done. Yeah, like. <laughs> so it's like by the way, I found Wonder Woman 89th on the top 100 grossing movie or top 100 money making movies. Uh, made 822 million. So, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman 
way better movie. I would, I would agree. That's why I'm like, and Aquaman is not a bad movie. You're, like, you're agreeing Wonder Woman's a better movie than Aquaman? Yeah. I, I actually need to go back and watch, rewatch Wonder Woman because I only saw it the one time. And maybe I was just in a mood, but I didn't really like the ending. Um, so I would personally say right now Aquaman's better, but I do need to go back and rewatch because I've only seen it the once. I will say Wonder Woman kind of had the same type of fight that like, you know, everyone complains about with like Black Adam, like eh, CG villain, like, okay. Also, it was that's uh, a typical DC thing. Also, it was uh, uh, Lupin from freaking mm-hmm. uh, um, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. So yeah. it was just, but uh, I will say Wonder Woman was dope. I also like Aquaman, though, and people hate on Aquaman heavy. To give you an idea, though, do you want to know? So that's number 89. Know what number 88 is that just beat it? Please don't tell me Wonder Woman 2. Spider-Man. Oh, okay. I feel better the original. about that one. That should be higher, but we're... This uh, is IGN, not IGN, first of all, okay, IGN, if you're listening right now, I'm going to make this fucking clear. Y'all idiots. They rate Wonder Woman 2 better than Wonder Woman like not close i mean it's not even just ig and that does that i watched uh julian's video and it he was doing like a little top 100 thing too and it was just it's nobody rates these things correctly but it that's neither here nor there that is a whole nother discussion topic y'all we talk about dc too much anyway we move i'm moving on i think it's the first time we've talked about dc that much ever on the podcast i mean you're probably right but um something that was actually funnier but is more exciting the game awards because that's what was supposed to be next. <laughs> but, I know, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Anyway, um, I'm kidding. But I, I smartly care. did it. Did you? Did it for a anyway. reason. Did you? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ignore me. Um, yeah, so Game Awards is okay, real so quick. He want I me wanted to, to ignore- ask you. So, <laughs> so uh, if anybody, I just wanted to know about y'all's thoughts. Did you feel like there were any snubs? Um, I know personally a game that got no awards that like honestly probably should have um, was a Plague's Tale Requiem. Um, I have not gotten the chance to play it. I'm trying to pull up a picture of it. Please be grow bigger. What the bro? I'm clicking on like eight screenshots. Here we go. Um, so Plague's Tale Requiem right here. Mm-hmm. That was a snub in my opinion. It didn't get any awards. Uh, and it's a sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence. It's on the Game Pass, and uh, it's it's a very well-received game. It actually has a very good narrative, um, but it's one of those things that it went up against Elden Ring and God of War. Like, some people were like, this could have been a Game of the Year contender if, like... Some people were like, this is a better game, like, Game of the Year than God of War. Like, they, they find this to be a runner-up, so that was a personal snub. I felt like they hmm. didn't get anything, which is weird. We want to um, talk about but, other snubs. Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West didn't win anything. And that game was way better than the first one, in my opinion. See, I've heard different things where, like, the villains in that were great, and I haven't played it, so I, I don't take my shit with a grain of salt. But um, I haven't played it, but, like, I heard that, like, the villains are great, but, like, people just didn't find, like, and, like, the story was good, but they didn't feel like there was anything that crazy with Aloy, essentially, like, character-wise. It was just kind of, like, eh, the same. But I don't know. Y'all tell me. It is weird that it didn't win anything. Just saying, yeah, Cyberpunk got, if, got chipped. I think if they were gonna like divvy it up, I think they should have at least give gave. Uh, I think her name is Ashley Birch. Mm-hmm. 
they mm-hmm. should have given her the the um like the voice actor award instead of Chris Judge. Not to take that away from him, but just to give them something because she's also one of those. She's one of those actors, uh, just like Chris. That I mean, they. I mean, they get into the role. If you see them on the street and you play the game, I mean, they will love talking to you about it. Like they, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, shout out to Arcane, by the way. Yeah, Arcane getting that uh, that adaptation award. That was fire. Um, and then I guess before the last thing with the game awards, just game of the year thoughts, if y'all care. Like Jacob, you've played more through the story of God of War. Are you feeling like it is? Without spoiling anything, the big innovation that should have, you know, it 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 should be very close or could have been there. Um, no, I think I. Uh, what up, Zay? Uh, I think that their games need to take a huge, and I again haven't played Elden Ring. They need to take a huge um, page out of Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West and. Uh, God of War's book as far as if you're going to have something in the story make make a reason for your character to go to that location instead of doing a fast travel cutscene where they're just automatically there mm-hmm. um, because Kratos as, as, I'll just talk about that one more because I'm playing that one right now with God of War anytime he has to go back somewhere or go somewhere there's always a reason to explore that that one of the nine realms. It's not just like, hey, you want to go check this out? It's, it's There's always a reason to it instead of there's a quick cutscene or the screen fades to black and you have the little loading symbol on the bottom right and then you're loaded into a new area. You literally, from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, you can on a map you can track where Kratos went and there's no breaks it's just like mm-hmm. this is where he went this is how he gets there and it's the same with Horizon Zero Dawn and I think games need to start doing that more because it really is it makes it seem more seamless it makes it seem like a movie it's interesting because uh while at least there is reason for it all I know that a lot of complaints I've seen is the backtracking in God of War where it's like you'll be in an area and it's just like so example like opening a certain chest or doing a puzzle it's like oh you can't open that right now we need a different item and it's just like y'all could just like show those I mean me personally I don't care but I do get it I'm like y'all could just show me these things that I can't get to or do like when I need to I don't know that's just me it's kind of it's kind of like the burning brush or whatever it's like you don't see that until you have the chaos blade so that you can burn it so like that's something that people were like it's just interesting it's like I can't go anywhere but um I think that uh I think the reason with Elden Ring getting game of the year I think I think gameplay is king uh as much as you know Stray was a very great game as far as like story like a lot of people were like yo the actual story of that was really good but like it was also very on the rails very simple gameplay it wasn't like you were for real this cat who could do front flips and you was you was throwing combos and all this stuff against the robot so um it's one of those things that like i think it being a game of the year contender was kind of weird because it was just like i think it was on on the list for game of the year um let me see but it was uh it was interesting that that was on like the game of the year contending but it makes sense 
that like the game that had the most innovative gameplay, innovative boss battles. I mean, the thing about Elden Ring, you had different characters that you could be like different builds. Like, you know, Kratos, he has like defense, strength, range. It was like Elden Ring, you could be like a mage, you could be a swordsman, you could be this. And every boss battle had like different phases. So you had to like play differently for even bosses that were the same because their phase two would be different. Like one would have fire, one would have electrical, one would be magic based. So it's like, it was a very innovative game. I think it deserved the game of the year. That's the only thing of, I don't think it was snubbed. Um, yeah, Adam, game of the year nominees other than uh, Elden Ring included God of War Ragnarok, Horizon uh, Forbidden West, Stray alongside the Nintendo Switch only Xenoblade Chronicles 3. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like oh, Plague and, Tale. And, I'm sorry, and a Plague Tale. Requiem, oh, Plague Tale. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, Stray was up there, but it's like, it was literally like a six-hour game. <laughs> like, it had a good narrative, but, like, the gameplay wasn't, like, innovative. So, I don't know. That's just me. Adam, last thoughts on Game of the Year awards before I say the last thing with that? You guys got it. Uh, that was fine. I, I, don't, I don't have any problem with Elden Ring winning it, but you know, what... What's this? I swear to God, hold on. Now I always forget his name. Um, I don't, I never knew. Hello, his name. Uh, uh, hold on. Did you see Sholo, about this Sholo, the, the kid who plays Blue Beetle and, and in Cobra Kai? I swear to God, it's his kid. Oh, you're saying you feel like that's him? Did you that's see about kid, this right? Jacob? Yeah, I, I saw about it. It's just another one of those award show stupid <clears throat> things. Well, I'm Ace, like, who brought him? Bro, Ace like, sat behind this kid. And said yeah, that he literally face. just got up and just walked up to the stage. I went back and rewatched like the stream. And yeah, like I didn't realize, like you just see him like kind of skulk behind them as they're coming up. And the entire times that they're responding, he's just kind of back and forth and skulking. The, the, the reason I didn't notice it the first time is the people who I was watching um, react to it on stream they were all talking after like, they were like, yeah, see, this is why Elden Ring. And like, they were like, see, he was worried God of War was going to win. And the guy was like, no, I had to put the curse on it because I wanted Elden Ring to win. So I was talking up how God of War would win. And so I couldn't hear that this happened, but the reactions of people basically going on frozen loading screen when this man talked, like there were so many reactions where people were watching and they were like, what? Like, this man really got up here and was talking about the, the memes are hilarious, though. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring versus God of War, Bill Clinton. Um, also, that man was playing the hell out of that flute. Um, and then this reformed, ortho, like, did he say Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton? Like, is that what he said? Some, <laughs> I don't something along the lines, yeah. He's been arrested. Um, a lot of people are very much like, don't even give him any press. Let's not even figure out why he did it, how he did it, no interviews, which sucks because I'm nosy and I want to know, like, outside of, like, I understand you snuck your way up there. How, who were you there with? Like, which one of your, who brought you as a guest? Because you're not, like, some known creator or media person, it seems like. I can't fathom that you would risk, you would risk this. This seems like, like did you fully sneak into the whole event like should you have not even been in the event at all is like where my questions are more question security bro security you know jeff knightley pissed he like bro what Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, security is security is screwed. Security. Um, so yeah, he is the subject of many memes. It doesn't take the internet long. No. I just everybody was confused when they he walked up there and started talking about Bill Clinton. I like didn't even know it happened. Um, but Jeff Knightley was like, Yeah, that man been arrested. So uh and apparently he like legitimately like a kid. Like I don't yeah, that, that dude can't be more than 20 years old. Like Probably absolutely not. can't be. So hope it was worth it because you were blacklisted forever now. Yeah, like on anything. Um, literally media blacklisted. All right. Final discussion topic for the podcast. My personal favorite news. I love this. I've been saying it since all of the discourse after Thor Love and Thunder. Because between Multiverse of Madness and Thor Love and Thunder, I was like, y'all. And Moon Knight kind of like just being like great and then just being like, meh, at the end. Marvel Studios is finally reevaluating the upcoming Phase 5 and 6 slate after heavy internal criticism and is shifting from quantity to quality. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gracious. Oh, my damn. Oh, my goodness. They're going ham. I'm so happy because I'm tired of 18,000 projects in a single six-month period. We keep on saying, like, I know we make the videos on TikTok. We eat, Marvel fans, we eat. At one point, I was like, this is kind of like Thanksgiving, where we done ate eight days left over. It's like, I kind of just want a cheeseburger from McDonald's, bro. But you went there asking for it. What did you think was going to happen? I didn't, though. I didn't ask for... 18 pro- every time they would announce new projects i thought we were going to get some time and then they would be like no this is coming out in Mar-. like oh no miss marvel's coming out in between multiverse of madness and then right after it ends we're with that i didn't ask for that i didn't ask for that at all you don't you never know when the course is coming out you might be halfway through with this salad and they're like oh here's your soup and you're like well i'm not i'm not done with this that's poor service they not they not evaluating the situation greatly they're supposed to be checking as they walk past the tables and be like ah bro they, okay. they come ask you with your mouth full like what do you want <laughs> they really do but i'm excited for this because i think as great as it has been to be eating as a marvel fan there comes a point where you're getting so many projects all at once one it's the it's the mcu burnout it's real two you have so many projects that keep just being hit or miss you know like i think it's just it's great to have eight mcu projects in a year but when like only three of them are actually like very good and it's because like even looking at like black widow i didn't think black widow was a bad movie but when i saw that video of like the yelena scene i was like that was pretty bad like that just randomly fell apart like for no reason with that explosion when she stabbed the turbine like Mm -hmm. it's just it was like graphically or like the whole scene you mean I mean, gra- graphically, it was just like but that's a whole other conversation. That's that's well, something but different. no, that that's no, that's completely a part of this conversation. If you read this article, it's talking about the internal criticism is like all the overlap, like us getting the project so close in succession while we're eating. In order to release like two big projects three months apart, those have to be being worked on in overlap. It's but, the same thing that people are saying about Marvel Spider-Man Two and Wolverine. People are shocked that Wolverine's not going to be coming out for a couple of years. But why would Insomniac split their resources to be trying to work on both? That would just make them okay. The reason you end up with okay projects is having too much overlap. 
the one thing I will say that I guess kind of relates to this is um, I'm really excited that uh, I can't even remember his name right now, but John something with the Spider-Man movies. John Watts? John Watts, yeah. I'm excited that he said he's going to take a break from those because it's still my opinion and I'll, I'll, I'll stick with this until I die. The best Spider-Man uh, that we've gotten in the MCU was the Russo brothers in Civil War. He was just cracking jokes left and right. He was hysterical. He was fun. He was moving. And since then, got a middle arm. Yeah, since then, like he's just been kind of like, oh my gosh, whoa, ah, like there is no jokes. It's just him running around doing that. So, um, that really had nothing to do with this, but it it also was Marvel at the same time. So, uh, so here's what I'll tell you, because I've talked to people in that industry. People forget that it's not Marvel doesn't own any VFX company. They outsource this stuff. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, these companies are not only working for Marvel, they're working for other companies as well. So like you might be working on Thor Love and Thunder, but then I'm trying to think of another big VFX movie. Um, Black Adam, bro, because, I mean, look at that thing. It did have a lot of... No, because, like, not even that. Like, you're going from one extreme to another. So say you're doing, like, like I said, Thor, Love, and Thunder, and as soon as you are done with that and whatever timeline they give you, there's another timeline behind it of Fast and Furious or something. Like, there's Mm -hmm. a project on top project. And the thing is, like, you're telling them how long you need for the project, and they're going, cool, here's this. Here's very minimal money. Here's very minimal time. They don't, they're not union. They're not like, we don't care what you sleep. We don't care what you eat. We don't mm-hmm. care if you don't see your family. We don't care okay. about that. No, we care about, we care about you getting the product done in the time that we're telling you in a high quality and move on. That's it. It's like buying a car. It's, it, that's all they want. They want, they want the high performance. They said, I want the wheels. I want the they GPS. Want, they want the high performance. You, I'm telling you, I want it to do this. You need to give it to me. At whatever price I'm telling you I want it, and that's that. And it's like, mm. so that's where you're getting this issue, both these issues, honestly, right now of VFX strikes, um, and those are still looming. <clears throat> but the one, <clears throat> but the one that's real, real right now is the writers uh, going on strike mm-hmm. because there's so like I like I keep saying there is so much content out there. These writer rooms are smaller because back in the day, the only thing that was writing was. ABC, CBS, NBC, HBO. I mean, let's be honest, Cinemax, stuff like that. But like those writer rooms were full of people. And these writers got to learn because they would write, they'd go to set, they'd see what the directors are doing, they'd learn from seeing their product they could being do rewrites. done. They, could, they would understand, okay, now when I write this, this is how it looks going forward. I know how to write it better now. They're not getting that halfway through their story it's not even done yet they don't know how it's ending directors are going hey we're at the point now where uh we need more script can we get more script and they're like i'm not done yet so that's the same issue with this is there's too much not just marvel but there's too much stuff out there not enough talented people out there doing it and if there are they're not willing to work for the pennies that you are trying to pay them after the millions that you're getting off the movies and billions. But the other thing too, that you just pointed out, 
And I remember saying this, this was back before I even met y'all on TikTok. Like you mentioned how the, the, the time crunches, even when they be announcing like, oh, shooting started for Black Panther 2. And then like, it'd be, they'd be done shooting in like three months. Like, I, it's like you sh- the whole movie, like the whole thing. And so, yeah, it's like, when you think about it, even these projects are so condensed in like, it's like, nah, we got to get it out at this time. So it's like, we shoot here and there. Like it does, it just, it feels like they tried to get on a schedule and like well-oiled machine. And then it's kind of like, it's, it's well-oiled, but like the corners are getting, or corners are getting hella cut. Um, you mentioned VFX. Uh, Marvel actually apparently has considered forming an in-house VFX team, which like do it, but you're going to have to fucking pay people. Yeah. And, that's, and not that's only that, thing. imagine the size of it. Right, because you have too it many fucking products eat, that you worked on. It would eat the entire VFX community, basically. True, because people would just leave. They'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to just go work for Marvel directly. But I um, I am for this news. Apparently, just saw this today. New rumor is saying that they could be delaying the current release date set um, for the sake of keeping up quality. I just, and I, I understand a lot of this is industry-based stuff. My thing is, is that I feel like you run into less of these setbacks and directors leaving, Basim, Tariq taking a pause. You get to figure more logistical things out instead of just being like, all right, well, we said the movie's coming out in, in May. I know that we didn't finish uh, getting all of the footage to you until March, but VFX Studio, we need this yesterday. You know, yeah. like I just, I think if they slow down a little bit, I am perfectly fine with getting three Marvel movies and like two shows instead of like six shows and four movies in a year. If it means, if it means less discourse on TikTok about which ones are bad and which ones are not. And why aren't we hitting phase three levels of great? (laughs) Speaking of um, delaying uh, or not delaying, but movies coming out 10 years after the last one and, uh, (laughs) and things like, and, and VFX, I just want to let y'all know, I got an email yesterday, D23, right? D23 Gold member. Mm-hmm. It said, hey, D23, we're in the spirit of giving. It's Christmas season. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. We're going to give you a gift. You get to pick one of two movies to go see for free. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, or Avatar, The Way of Water. And I know which one you gave your and money. I chose to. Avatar The Way of Water because I am not spending a single cent on James Cameron. The man can die without seeing a penny from me. So I'm just letting y'all know. That was a great way to put it. I was confused when you was about to say die. I'm never giving that man another penny. <laughs> no, like legitimately, he, this is off topic, but he talking about some Avatar 4 script has no critiques. And I'm like, bro, please stop talking about movies. I'm not going to see wait. for another I decade. Wait. I want him to release that movie so I can just critique it all day long. It's never going to come out. It's going to come out when I, when my child is in it's high school. Come out when we're no, uh, they're filmed. So second one's Whatever. filmed, third one's filmed. No. Yeah. Second one's filmed, third one's filmed, and the beginning of the fourth one is filmed. When did they have time to film all these? Because this why whole was the time, second one, why was the second do, one delayed so long? I don't, they started is, filming two, like two and a half years ago. 
I don't care. <laughs> like they've been, he's so it's, and that's why he did it this way. It was, was to do all that work. And now it's this movie. And then one every other year. I did hear that the story is better for the second one. However, like, cause that is the big critique for the first one. I just, I just can't be hype about a movie that is finally coming out after 10 years. It's, it's the same thing as when people don't release music for like four years and they keep on saying next album's coming, next album's coming. I just, I can't, I, I don't care anymore. Um, but back on Marvel. Yeah. I just, I'm excited. It sounds like we're in agreement that it sounds like this is great. I think it's good for Marvel. I think that we get, just less fatigue and we get less of this like every time a movie comes out oh my god can you believe how Korg doesn't even look like he belongs in this scene like the effects are falling apart right here da, da, da. you, you oh want a perfect god, example rating. want a perfect what? example so normal time let's say january february something like that you yeah. go to star you go to starbucks your drink's the same every single time right it's great you mm. love it it's fantastic it's christmas beginning of summer you go there and it's a madhouse. Did you drink really that good? Yeah. Right? Well, I'm worth it. <laughs> but it but it's worth it because I wanted it and it's still that. It's still Starbucks. And it's still yummy. But it's just not the same. It's just not the, the same bur- as when I just like get my mobile order as soon as I walk in and then get out. The burrito. Well, even then, like it's still not the same because you've got somebody might be over poured something, or poured something, or did something different. But or forgot something completely to put in it. That the baristas or your writers in VFX? True. No, it's, it's serious. It's it's a it's a whole industry issue. It's it's too much content in general. But I think that they, they we're talking about Marvel here. I think that they just try to do too much at the same time. It's just like, bro, just just space this stuff out some more, man. There is nothing wrong with going back to like not not having movies two months apart and shows come out at the same time like and and i love that they hopefully are rethinking their i think it said in the article after the success of um guardians of the galaxy and world by night holiday special to just kind of wrap it up it seems like these specials are more cost effective for the studio help prevent franchise fatigue and it just has received better than that six episode format if they're gonna do like a show have 10 episodes plus for like an actual season well, they said they're, actually- they're doing it with daredevil remember that's what i'm saying so like daredevil is the example of if you have a long running story for that character do it as a show i think 10 episodes plus i think minimum 10 episodes maybe even you can maybe even give eight but like six episode i'm not talking about daredevil i'm just talking about any other shows i don't care if they do other shows less than 18 i'm saying Forget the six episode format. If you think it should be a six episode show, just go ahead and do a special for that one. So that way it's short, sweet, to the point, gets it out the way. It doesn't feel like it's like Miss Marvel. It just kind of felt like, okay, there's just like a lot of fluff here because they need more episodes. Like they could have wrapped up that show in like three, but (laughs) um, maybe not, but I'm exaggerating. Anywho, I'm excited for more of the specials. Noah's becoming a special. We see Armor Wars becoming a movie instead. more specials if they do shows make it like an actual season-based show not like here's just this one-off six episodes and then like we're done with that like you may as well have just done a special so anyway y'all good i'm liking where marvel's going let's hope i'm ready to see the delays i i want to know what's getting delayed i actually i really i don't mind it i also think it gives other 
so like look at June next year, right? Every weekend is something. So Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the first week. Transformers is the second week. Um, Flash is third week. And Indiana Jones is the fourth week. So it's just like devouring. But like if you look at it, all different things, all different. I mean, Disney, yeah, is in two of them, but all different projects. And then... If you, I mean, it gives it gives more people better better time to put things out. You know, you get like Aquaman, right? Aquaman was going to be same day as Avatar. They moved. But yeah. If there was a Marvel movie there, then they would have had to move again or go against it or whatever. But there's less cannibalism of pro, you know companies on companies and things like that. So I think I think it's good if you cut down a little or maybe stay to your app. So like if they start doing specials, that could be some of the like movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it. I mean, I, I'm, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I, I think I don't think it's too much. I just think they the timetable that they ask for is too much. I think that's the problem. I think the problem just, is they want to pump pump it out, but pump it out quick. Yeah, it's like I'm tired of quick and not that great. Like I said, Moon Knight started off so strong, ended meh. That's what she so. said. Anyway, <laughs> um. Great That's composition it. by Adam with the Starbucks. Yeah, this man's always full of analogies. Yeah, we got to wrap up. A lot of us got Saturday plans. Um, hope everybody enjoyed. Jacob's got a Saturday plan. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Um, sorry, I know we, we ran a little longer on that last one. But Marvel, man. Um, thanks for watching the Daily Kazoo. Do you want to talk uh, about the 1 to 100 most Please grossing movies it. right uh, now. Adam's no? gonna go ahead and do the sign off for the show. <laughs> he is. Oh, hey, uh, been been real. Another kazoo episode. Good to have Jacob back as always. I'm oh, the Meg. Didn't do our ranking. Oh shit. Uh, we can do. We can do draft real quick. Draft. That's a staple. Okay. <laughs> no. Just, okay. Nope. All right. All right. All right. Right. Uh, we do. Have, we do have the video. Listen, I'm going draft. through the bullet points. Y'all just taking the time. <laughs> I'm not going through anything. All right. So here it is. Ready. Hold we on. have a draft uh, again at the end All of this right, episode. So we have a draft. Why are you going to put me at the beginning? <laughs> Pretty That's first. a great spot to be. If you don't want to be there, put me there. Uh, okay, then never mind. I'll go back. Um. So, nope, nope. All right, so here's the, oh, damn it. All right, so <laughs> today's draft, top five video games ever. Uh, I don't know about you, ever. Nope, nope, nope. You, you did ever. No, We're so going I did ever. Say, Hurry I up. did say ever, but like top five video games like. For you. Yeah, for you, top five ever. All right. Jacob, go. PS4. Wow, you would take that one first. I knew that, um, that was, one of y'all would say it, so I'm going to take it. Fine. Spider-Man Miles Morales, so I can get it out the way. <laughs> so it doesn't get taken. N64 Mario Kart. Of course, this man. Just in black and white. No, I'm going to stop. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to pick a classic game, too, but then he he hit Spider-Man, and I'm like, well, let me go ahead and get the other one because he's going to pick that next. Go ahead, Jacob. Super Smash Brothers. It's a good one. Which good one? one? It, Adam, does it really matter? Just the, OG, just the OG. Just the OG. I mean, you're the one real quick to ask him the other day about when we were doing the horror movies. Oh, which one? <laughs> Uh, that was like three months ago <laughs> pretty sure it was literally like maybe four episodes ago relax four episodes that i've been on that would uh, be four weeks <laughs> uh i mean uh right anyways 
my number two. I had one, I'd say Ultimate. Sorry. Go ahead, okay. Jordan. Oh, you good. You good. All right. Ultimate Smash Bros. Or Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, my number two, Spyro the Dragon. Classic. 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 <laughs> Go ahead. Rock Band. What? Rock Band. Oh. That is a good one. Great party game. Me and my cousin used to play it on all the holidays. This is a hot take, but I stand by it. Batman Arkham Knight. Specifically Arkham Knight. The other ones were good, but Arkham Knight was my favorite. I understand it. I know why Arkham Knight is not my favorite. Um, But yeah, no, it was a very good game. Very huge Batman game, too. Um, Up next for me, my number three possible hot take because people claim that they don't make good dc games batman arkham origins it actually had some of the best boss fights in the batman arkham series like the fucking deathstroke fight absolutely phenomenal um had a lot of depth and uh yeah a lot of people were like wb games montreal can't put out a good dc game that's why gotham nice ain't that good but i was like arkham origins was great to me so My number three is Call of Duty Warzone. I thought he was about to say Pong or something like really this. Man, old. don't play games. No, I I do. I'm thinking like games that I sit there though and like the hours really hours out and play. stuff like yeah, like I'll lose the hours and, and stuff on. Mm-hmm. Right. My next one's uh, the original Kingdom Hearts. I love that game. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, okay. What is this? My number four. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would say Naruto the Broken Bond. Um, it was an RPG style Naruto game. Uh, it was actually really fun. A lot of people are like, bro, let's stop having battle arena Naruto games and or anime games in general and do like a little RPG, but like following like the story or something. Because it was a very good, like it was like even though it had like arena fights that were 2d arena fights. So that wasn't like the best, like it had good for follow through story. Um, had to run around, run up walls, run on water. It was fire. Nintendo super Mario brothers three. I think my last one, I'm just going to say is kingdom hearts three, because I, I really enjoyed that one too. How about you said Kingdom Hearts already? I mean, now you're gonna do Kingdom Hearts three, but like earlier, nobody else picked which Kingdom one? Hearts just three. Saying, don't like... listen. Don't listen to him. He already listen. Listen, I'm leaving like y'all. That. I'm leaving y'all to have all the games you want because I'm picking my niche stuff. <laughs> Zay said Warzone. Adam the blasphemy <laughs> was what it was. Hey yo, um, ah oh, man, I've just played so many games in life. I would say, and this one probably should have been higher, but I wanted to get some of the other ones out of the way first before y'all stole them. Um, Assassin's Creed 2. Like, that was like, I enjoyed the Assassin's Creed franchise, but it was kind of like Batman Arkham City for me, where it's like they built off of the first game so well, kind of sped up the gameplay, more stealth mechanics, multi-kills, being able to, like, different ways to go back incognito. They, They really innovated off of what was really good about the first Assassin's Creed. The five player 
Simpsons arcade game. It's a good game. That's a very good game. It is. I wish I'd have played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder Revenge so, that had come out because I heard that that was really good too. It was, and I was between, and, and both of you will remember this, I was between the Simpsons game or the five-player X-Men arcade game that was out uh, a while, a long time ago. But yeah, I, I was between those two. Those are good honorable mentions. Another honorable mention that I think both of you have probably played, the just about unbeatable Lion King game. Yes. The one where if you died, yep. you had to start at the beginning because there wasn't yep. no saves. Nope. Whew. You left that, that thing on all day when you went to school and came home, and it was exactly where you left it. You started to play it again, and it was like bedtime. You'd leave it on overnight. Like you would, you, you couldn't turn it off because there was no save. I think that TMU Ninja game is still on Game Pass, so I'm, I'd be down yeah. to play that. Um, but yeah, any honorable mentions from you, Jacob, before we for real head out this time? Uh, y'all are gonna laugh, but Kingdom Hearts two completely redefined that genre. Uh, it was really good. Uh, the first Arkham, the first Arkham game was really phenomenal. Um, Amazing. I just want to give a huge shout out to all the Lego games because the Lego games be fucking fire. Like people like the Lego Marvel games. Every Lego game that has come out has been fun. Mm-hmm. Lego uh, Star Wars be getting more popularity, and Lego Marvel games be getting more popularity than the actual games. And just uh, just to speak to Adam's generation a little bit, I really did love uh, Donkey Kong, the original Donkey Kong, a fucking like fire game. Love it that was. Game. It gave you what you have now. Donkey yeah. Kong had to walk so Mario could run. I'll also say. Uh, and I know there's a little bit of recency bias, but the 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 2018 God of War, I can't speak on the 2022 yet. I haven't finished it. I may hate it. Who knows? But the 2018 God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West, the second one, way better than the first one. Again, I'll say it. Um, there's so many other games that I love. I mean, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. <sighs> Dang it, that should have been in one of mine. Yeah, I'm gonna drop Miles Morales. I'm gonna put I'm gonna drop Miles Morales and I'm gonna put that there. That's that's I'll put I'll put Miles Morales in honorable mentions because yeah, that one my brother and I because you can have you could basically play a whole different game by picking some different characters for your four character roster. Man, it was it was great. It's great. Um, those games of replayability were awesome, and I would have to agree. Donkey Kong did walk so Mario could run. The Mario movie is not Easter egging Smash Bros. Donkey Kong actually introduced Mario. He was Jumpman before he was Mario. So him fighting Donkey Kong makes sense. Um, and then the other one you said, you said, you said the Lego games. What else did yeah, you Lego say? Lego games, I said. You said, oh, God of, God of War 2018. I actually am considering replaying it after 2022 because a lot of people are actually almost feeling like um, a lot of people are actually feeling like 2018 might be better. Just like I don't think that. I think 2018 was better just because it was a huge it was new. shock because he was in Greek culture and now it's like totally different. True, true. Adam, how about you? Any more honorable mentions? All right, real quick, I'll bl- I'll blow them off. Um, Earthworm Jim, Mega Man, Primal Rage, uh, Cruising yeah. USA, the arcade game. Because if you held all three buttons, you got secret cars and stuff like that um uh the pac-man uh desk game like the actual table game not the arcade game uh a stick and wheel 
Um, I'm playing with you on that last one. I'm just, I'm old. Stick and wheel. I was um, sitting here listening to yeah. you, and I was like, wait, what um, game? Oh, it's not a Wii game. Wii Sports? See, this is why it shouldn't have, and, and you said all time, and then right before, we're like, no, never mind. But now I'm like, no, nah, we might need to do, like, classics or genres. I'm going to come up with some I said Rotan's Battle for Bikini Bottom. Because, like, you said one. Mega Man, and I'm like, crap, I love Mega no, Man, none too. none of y'all like, remember Primal Rage, though. I can tell you that. No, we don't. Primal Rage <laughs> was a Sega game, and it was it was made by Sega, and it was actually... A dinosaur. Failed. It was a dinosaur fighting game, like Mortal GTA Kombat style. Five. That's another great one. Uh, shout out Jennings, baby! Birthday today on set at Gran Turismo movie. Is he? Is it, are you allowed to say that? It's all over his fucking timeline. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if he because I remember at one point he was like, "I'm doing something cool," but he didn't say. So, anyways. Yeah, I'm gonna come up with some video, more video game drafts. We're gonna be better. We this is the first time back in a little bit. We're gonna be better about having the drafts prepared. But oh, and uh, do... Spider Man Three. That one was a good one too. Like that's what I'm saying. You started saying some classics, and that's why I was like, "Dang, we shouldn't have done all time." Spider Man Two. No, my balloon. My balloon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Take you need to go. Adam signs right. off. Hey, everybody. Happy Jacob's back. Everybody have a good weekend. We'll see you next week with some other news. I'm sure uh, we'll be talking about DC because they're going to give us a lineup of things, but don't be surprised if they don't give us anything and just tell us, hey, this is kind of what we're thinking about doing. Everybody, Tarak, great one. Uh, yeah, Busta Groove, great. Ooh, actually, DJ Hero, not bad. Awesome. Yeah, awesome really mention. Cool. didn't say that. That's a great one. Uh, agreed. Um, all right, hey. I love you, 3,000. Love you, 3000. We will see everybody next week. Love you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.